0: We haven't entirely nailed
1: down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 53 of Gaming with the Moms. This episode is being sponsored by Loot Crate, and we'll tell you a little bit more about them later in the show. My name is Nicole Tanner, I am Managing Editor at Pixelkin.org, and the mother of a four-year-old... We've only got one other person again. It's a duel between me and Steven Dutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three.
0: Hail and well met. And I, I like to prefer I prefer to call these fireside chats because okay. everybody <laughs> assumes that the two of us are going to be doing battle. But as last week showed, yes. we actually got along quite nicely because yes. this is a, a big inside secret. Nicole and I are actually friends. <laughs>
1: right. Yes. Yeah. We we don't want anybody to know that. So I don't know why I you know just this, said is that, inside,
0: but... see, this is inside. This is inside info only for the people listening to this one episode.
1: Uh. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm trying to think of anything not games related that has happened to me recently, and I honestly can't think of anything. Pretty boring. Uh, Parenthood has been pretty much okay for me in the last week. I'm sorry to say that's not been the case for Steven. And if you don't want to elaborate on that, that's fine.
0: (laughs) So, no, I've got a story because let me tell you, everybody, um, sometimes being a parent is difficult. Um, So I run a website called Engage Family Gaming. It's been brought up a handful of times. um, And I have not published but two articles in the last three weeks. And the reason for that is largely... Uh, My podcast has been going live every week, but um, it's largely because I can only do my work at night because I have a day job and uh, I have to go after my kids go to sleep. And my three-year-old has decided that bedtime is anathema. It is the thing that she hates most on this earth and um, she will not do it. And so I we have tried everything. We have weaponized Shopkins (laughs) As we've discussed three or four episodes before, I say, honey, if you get out of bed one more time, you're not going to get a Shopkin. And she says, fine, no Shopkin tomorrow. I need to go see mommy. (laughs) Whoa. And she's three. She's three. So this is to... So by the time I get her asleep or my wife gets her asleep, I am so drained... Um, that I haven't been able to do my work. So um, apologies to all of my regular readers. Uh, but we're gonna be back on track soon. Um, you know I'm inspired by the work by the good people over at pixelkin.org <laughs> but um, but I want to tell you a story about last night. Now Nicole okay. has heard this story <laughs> because you saw it on the Facebook. <laughs> right. but So here is this story people. Um, so last night I was sitting in my room in my daughter's room. Holding her hand, tr- sitting against her bed, trying to get her to sleep. Now, yes, I was on my phone. I was Snapchatting with my sister because, by the way, my sister is weird. She won't respond to texts. She will only respond to Snapchats. I don't know. It's a thing. Um, and she's not even twenty. She's like almost thirty, and she will only respond via Snapchat. I think that might mean that the, that, that that the app is gonna die. But not that's. That, I guess when my mom gets a Snapchat, that means right. it's gonna die. But yes. so. Snapchatting with my sister, whatever, and um, I almost get her to sleep. Now, parents who are listening to this all know that minute before sleep where you are standing on the precipice of uh, it's like standing. It's like a knife's edge on one side is the bliss of a finally asleep child and the ability to go back to do whatever. For me, right. it's to go to work. But for most people, it's, oh, man, I can finally go downstairs and have some ice cream and, <laughs> you know, sit down and have that one precious hour of me time. Yeah. Right? Maybe two, maybe 20 minutes if you're my wife. Or to pure chaos, because if they're woken up at that time, they get a second win because they just took a power nap. Right. Yes. At that instant, my two older sons, who are 10 and 8, a.k.a. old enough to damn no better come running out of their room which is perp- the door is perpendicular to hers storm into her room with puppets on both their hands and feet Darth Vader masks and Nerf guns they burst into the room shoot the join up like gangsters and then run back into their room like nothing ever happened it was at that instant that I knew why some animals eat their young <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. And by the way,
0: she woke up. And an hour later, they were all asleep. Yes. So, um, parents, I think the moral of this story is I do not claim to be perfect and be one of those like mommy bloggers or daddy bloggers that has it all figured out. (laughs) I don't know any better than anybody else. And sometimes... And I'm sure Nicole can can commiserate with us on this one. Sometimes I just hold my head in my hands and say, "Why is this the way that it is?" So if you live, if you've wondered, man, that Steve guy, he seems pretty together. <laughs> it seems like he's got it going going on. At least that's what I like to make people think that I yes. like to per- think in my head that I present. Um, no, I am not a mile apart from you. You and I, we are we are brothers and sisters in arms. Man. Okay, so there. I, I, I shared my story. Yes. I, I feel better. That was therapeutic.
1: Nice. Nice. Well, glad that we could help.
0: <laughs> so so, um, how about some video games? Do we want to yeah. talk about video
1: games? Yeah, let's do that. Um, Real quickly, just a new story that, that happened this morning. So remastered versions of the Batman games are coming to this generation consoles, meaning PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. We talked about this briefly last week in that Batman is the pretty much only example of a really awesome superhero game. So so yeah, so both Batman Arkham Asylum and Batman Arkham City are going to be bundled together with all of their DLC and coming in July for actually 50 bucks, not even 60 bucks. So... That's yeah.
0: uh, that's really not bad. I'm interested. So it's coming in July, which means we'll probably see like gameplay trailers and stuff like that around E3 time. Yeah. Um, just to kind of follow the hype train, I'm interested to see the graphical improvements. Mm. Um, from a uh, because. Batman Arkham Asylum was an early last-gen game, so not to say that it wasn't good-looking, but there's certainly room for improvement, so I'm very interested to see what they do. Um, uh, Arkham Asylum is arguably one of the best... I think it's probably the best Batman game ever made. Um, I don't think that's too bold of a statement, and if it is, come at me, bro, at EF Gaming. (laughs) We can talk about it, but... um, I think Arkham City fell off a little bit. I think some people really liked it because it took a more open-world approach. I just liked the closed, you know, atmospheric... Um, nature that they, they, they at nature. I'm using that word too much. The, the atmospheric horror is really what I'm trying to get at. That they put into um, Arkham Asylum because that game really is almost a survival horror game in some ways. It um, is,
1: yeah. I I didn't play the ho- the whole thing. I d- I didn't play Arkham City at all, but I played some of Arkham Asylum. And the thing that I was most impressed with about, about that is that it sort of it just got Batman, like what Batman was all about, and the sort of the stealth and the you know, sneaking around and getting the jump on people, and you know that's something that other superhero games I don't think have gotten right is really just sort of understanding the essence of that character and translating that into gameplay. And I think Batman does that very well.
0: So, i I didn't play City either. Um, I watched a, I watched a lot of it. This is, City came out right around the time where I was youtubing a lot. Mm. Um, so it looked great. So. I guess I can't really tear it down. I think this is a great opportunity for people that maybe only played Knight or maybe Knight didn't make them, in, you know, they weren't interested in Arkham Knight. Uh, this is a great way to come in at fifty bucks. I mean, even if you don't buy it at launch,
1: yeah,
0: um, this is one of those games that by Black Friday, I mm. bet you will see some pretty rockin' sales. You'll be able to get it for, you know, for twenty five dollars or something. I bet yeah. you'll be able to get both of those games. I mean, that's basically stealing if you haven't played those games. A word of advice to parents who have uh younger kids who love some Batman, mm. Um this is Arkham Asylum specifically is not for young children because right. it is based entirely in Arkham Asylum. So when I say that there are atmospheric horror elements, I'm really not kidding. Yeah. Blood on the Walls. Um, you know, scary stuff going all over the place because in essence, any kind of institution meant for crazy superpowered people mm. is going to be a little creepy. Yeah. Um, city is a little bit better. Because you can just kind of, dry, you know, run around and you know beat up thugs or whatever. Um, so there's a little bit more where you can kind of pick and choose what you're doing. There, there is none of that in um, Arkham Asylum. So that's just a word of caution. Um, yeah. Batman. I know a lot of people think that he's kind of family friendly. The reality is Batman's just about as family friendly as say Wolverine. He doesn't right. murder people, but like his villains are the problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, scary villains. And I mean, if you went to any of the, the more recent Batman movies, you can see how crazy scary those those villains can be. Um, so,
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for a good Batman game to play with your family, Batman the Brave and the Bold for the Wii was ridiculous.
1: Okay. Cool. That's I my recommendation. That. Yeah. Oh, so dumb, but so good.
0: <laughs> so dumb. I mean, because Batman the Brave and the Bold, the cartoon was stupid. Okay. But the, card, the game. I mean, and I mean that in the best possible way. If you're looking for a family <laughs> Batman game, especially if you have a Wii U or a Wii, find that. I bet you it's on Amazon for like three cents. Cool. Because cool. it's sold like crap.
1: <laughs> um, okay, real quickly, I'm going to stop and take a minute to remind people that this episode was sponsored by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is this cool monthly subscription service in which you get a box of stuff delivered to your door. And it's all kinds of geeky stuff. Shirts, pins, figures, on, based on, on various franchises, there's been a Transformers one, which Steven got there uh, just more recently. They do um, a combination of Marvel superheroes and Warcraft uh, uh, just in preparation for summer movies. Um, so yeah, so it's pretty cool. Linda pulled the trigger on that, and it would have been nice to hear what she thought of hers. But I guess we'll have to wait until next week. We will week
0: find out that. when she decides to actually grace us with her presence again. <laughs>
1: right, exactly. Um, so if you want to take advantage of a discount, you can go to loopgrate.com slash moms And then enter the coupon code "gaming-with-the-moms" all one word, no spaces. And you can get a discount on your subscription. So that's Loop Crate. So back to our games. So pretty cool here. A mobile exclusive Final Fantasy is going to be coming this summer. Now, there are plenty of Final Fantasy games on mobile platforms, but those are games that have been released in other places. But this one, only on mobile. That's the only place that you'll be able to find it. And it's going to be one of the free-to-start games, which I I play some Final Fantasy, but not enough to know how that might affect the gameplay. But from what Scar- Square Enix has said, is that uh, it's going to be classic Final Fantasy. What do you think about that, Stephen?
0: I am very excited. So this is my so what's what stands out. Just no, I mean I read about this and I've thought a lot about it because this is a very interesting year for Final Fantasy. And you're right, th- this is not the first Final Fantasy game to hit mobile markets. Um, there were there i mean just about every final fantasy that's been released at this point has been put out on a mobile device mm-hmm. and what's interesting is uh square enix is very protective of the value of their properties mm-hmm. so what that means is they don't want to cheapen their games by making them 2 bucks so for the most part they're all 14.99 19.99 etc mm-hmm. which turns a lot of people off and probably hurts sales however yeah. These are full-featured games. I mean, these are games that were at one point when they were cartridges, eighty bucks. I mean, it was right. Final Fantasy VI for the Super Nintendo was an eighty-dollar game. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going to do, right? Yeah. Um, so, th- what makes it interesting about this is it's mobile exclusive, free to start. Mm-hmm. What that probably means is I don't know. There's probably going to be the regular like cosmetic stuff, e- exp boosts, bonuses, things like that. But mm-hmm. what I would not be stunned is if you play. And pay by the dungeon. They mm-hmm. might, you might be paying and you get like the first chapter for free. And then maybe after that, you pay $10 and unlock the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, maybe you can pay to have characters added. It re- here's what it depends. How, m- the, and this is really, uh, we have to get into Square Enix's head. And I'm sure we'll find out more as the game gets closer. Mm-hmm. How much do they want to use this game to fuel other sales or how much do they want to use this game to fuel a love for final fantasy? Because the reality is if they are smart and there's no real evidence so far to assume that they are, (laughs) um, because they're, I mean, no, no parent is going to let their kid spend 15 bucks on a final fantasy game. They're just not on a mobile game. They're just not gonna let them do it. So they're not grabbing new audiences. What they're doing is making fans of the series pay again to -hmm. play it in the, on the train. Um, so, or maybe pay, like, because I bought Final Fantasy V because I had never played that one, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so I mean, there's that. Yeah. This being that it is free to play, if they are not cynical and obnoxious with the pricing model,
1: yeah,
0: then this could bring in new fans because the reality is, if I'm if I'm coming in and I play it, and then I pay ten dollars for the rest of it, but there's a reasonable chunk that I can play and grind and do whatever, mm-hmm. but maybe I just can't get off this landmass. You know the 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 airship won't take off if I don't pay my ten dollars. Like I'm okay with that because I yeah. mean I can grind, I can run around, I can play, I can get used to that whole Final Fantasy gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, other things they did in- indicate the characters like Cecil and Terra from Final Fantasy four and six respectively will yeah. be appearing in the game, which mm-hmm. I think is awesome because one of the strengths of the Final Fantasy franchise are their lead characters. They are super diverse maybe diverse is the wrong word being that they are all like you know they, they, there's a, you know they are diverse across gender mm. <laughs> um and different fighting styles and different visual appeals i mean if you look at them all between cloud and lightning and zidane from final fantasy 9 who's like this little dude with a monkey tail um and cecil who is by all accounts a classic knight mm-hmm. um You know, they're, they're very different. And I love that. You know, and Squall, who's just, you know, wearing a bomber jacket and, you know, (laughs) fighting with a short sword gun thing. Like, as much as I hate that guy, he is different. Um, so I think that Mm. this is a very neat, um, you know, I I think this is a very neat concept. The fact Mm -hmm. that they're including summons and a lot of the cool Final Fantasy elements really brings this to, I'm going to play it. So, uh, and I'm going to write about it, assuming my kids sleep. So, um, (laughs) you know, we, I'm sure we'll talk about it when it comes out or, you know, you can read about it on one of our two websites, but I think it's very neat. This Square Enix could really drop the ball on this, but they could slam dunk it so hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that model that you were talking about where you get like the free, you know, first chapter or whatever, um, uh, telltale does that with their game i don't know if they do it with all of them but definitely the game of thrones i was able to play through the entire first episode for free and then you got to lay down the bucks if you want the rest of it Uh wolf among us was the same way and i assume that that is wor- working for them as they continue to release games so um
0: yeah, so, yeah i mean i think they do it on the mobile platforms for the most part
1: yes yes I think when I, it comes I, to mobile um i haven't played the console versions but yeah i, I the mobile plums is the ones that I've played because I can take my iPad anywhere and plug in my headphones and sit and play a game and don't have to be tethered to my console downstairs in my rec room. So um, so it's called Final Fantasy Brave XVS. Ex- I
0: will call it Brave XVS. Um, okay. Which, so- it, it, if you, th- it, and I say this only because this is, I mean, Stupid, stupid Square Enix. Fifteen is XV.
1: Ah, uh, okay, right, right, right. I get it. I so, get it, guys,
0: <laughs> guys. <laughs> I mean, guys, and also brave, bravely default too. Right, right. Like yeah. I'm just, I'm all over this. Being like, guys, come on. But Final yeah. Fantasy is all about stupid named things. So, yes. If you don't like true. stupid named things, this is not the game series for you.
1: Yeah, so if you want more details on it, uh, we've got a story up on Pixelkin, and I'm sure Stephen will have a story if he doesn't have one already.
0: I do not already. However, like I said, I've published like three things in t- two weeks. So um, this is one of the things that I'm going to be working on.
1: Cool. Um, so other really cool news. Uh, really, this is really, really cool. So there were a million or so gamer tags that were used uh, in the... Generates the first Xbox, the very first Xbox. People created gamer tags, but those gamer tags did not transfer to Xbox 360. So Microsoft is releasing all of these taken gamer tags for people to jump in and grab one. So. If you've had a gamer tag that you hate, like if you just signed up for Xbox Live recently, there, there, you can go on and see if, if there might be a, a more preferable one to you. I mean, n- nothing makes me more irritated as if I sign up for like a game or a service and like my, my standard uh, gamer tag type thing is Nikki Tanner. And if that's not available, I get all irritated. And then it like suggests like, oh, Nikki Tanner, zero, seven, six. I'm like, really? No. No, I'm not going to have a gamer tag with numbers at the end of it. That's just dumb. Apologies to everybody out there who has a gamer tag with numbers at the end of
0: it. I was if, about to say hashtag <laughs> shots fire. Wow. Wow. Um, if, How about if, that's dumb for me? Uh, yeah. That is exactly. not my preference. Okay.
1: I think if it's different between people putting numbers on the end purposefully or just taking some number that's assigned to you randomly by by the service. So that's some, legit. That's legit. Yeah. Okay. I guess. <laughs> so uh, lots of the stuff that's going to be released that Microsoft says, proper names, pop culture references, types of food, geography and travel, science and technology, math and numbers. So there you go with the numbers, uh, animals, and some of the greatest inventions of all time, which is interesting to me. And I wonder how many actual gamer tags deal with that topic, but you never know so uh so those are released uh by the time that you're hearing this, so you can go go on uh either xbox.com or go into you know xbox one your app, where you can change your gamertag. tag, you can change your gamer tag once, so if you've already got one, you can change it, and then you know but but you need to pick really really carefully because I think they let you change it again, but I think you have to pay um yep, but don't hold That me is to correct that. yeah you get One so, for free
0: after that you pay yeah. Um, so, what's interesting is, I mean, everybody listening to this, the, the, the million have already been released, but they're not exactly publishing a full list of them. Right. Um, so they, so they're not gonna go very quickly. Um, so, I mean, they might, but th- I wouldn't expect all million of them to be gone. So, if there's something that you wanted to try that it kicked yeah. out and you're like, man, I would recommend giving it another shot, especially if it's your free one, um, yeah. because why not? I mean, if you yeah. want your gamer tag is your online identity, I will say I really do love how the Xbox One does make suggestions if you don't know one at all, mm. um, because both of my son's gamer tags are developed specifically by the name suggestions and then we changed the numbers Mm. so one of my sons is asteroid dwarf and the other one the middle one this is the best it's plague waffle like plague (laughs) waffle it is the absolute best like i absolutely imagine that they're going to keep these because they are super Like especially Plague Waffle. Like, yeah. could you imagine? He's a, he's apparently really good at first person shooters from what we have noticed. Um, because <laughs> the kill streaks in Overwatch. So, um, I could you imagine like paying Cod Blops nine and my son rolling around as Plague Waffle? Like, you just got sniped <laughs> by Plague Waffle. It's so amazing. So, um. Uh. Play around in that if you're ever bored, because, yeah. man, some of the names that it suggests, the words in their random queue, mwah, I yes. love whoever at Microsoft did that.
1: Yeah. Um, they, my daughter has an account, even though she doesn't you know, play by herself, obviously, yet. But the, the gamer tag that it gave her it was Princess Tulip something or other. And I'm with my husband. I'm like, no, 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 no. Princess Tulip definitely has to go. We haven't changed it yet because we've been trying to think of the coolest gamer tag ever, of which when we do it, she'll probably decide that she hates it. So um, She will
0: absolutely. So don't don't, don't think of the better one. You have to let her come up with it, and that's a test to join yeah. your family for real. <laughs> right. You know, um, it's like a coming-of-age ceremony. It's like you have to choose your gamer tag.
1: Nice, nice. Uh, but what you were saying about the cool name suggestions, uh, some of the kids' MMOs actually do those really, really funny because you have to pick... You got a character but you're not you can't use your real name you can't use like you don't get to just make up any name that you want instead there's like a like a three word scroll wheel and you just pick words from each of those scrolls and they they go together so my daughter's wolf in animal jam is professor jelly robot which I think is pretty cool
0: Yeah love so. it I mean uh, wizard 101 did the same thing my son yes, played that for yeah. a little while yeah. um and it's I don't remember his character's name but it's you get to choose a fir- like a a prefix, a suffix, and then like a of the blah blah blah. Right, and it's yeah. all like and just seeing all the different names like there's there's the, I mean they did the math, they figured out like four slide wheels. Yeah, you know like fifteen selections on each one creates x number of options. Yeah, and some of the different options are just so freaking stupid, and I love every <laughs> minute of it. You know, like yeah. seeing ki- like stuff that was obviously created by kids. Yeah, like and not like carefully created by like mom or dad before they handed it off to the account. (laughs) We see just stupid stuff with like very clearly a kid that could barely read created it. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's that brave adventurer. No, I totally agree. I love the I mean, it's creating your digital identity and your game like your gamertag is super important. You know, I mean, mine is my brand. Yeah. Um, but even me, like I some that's some part of it, but like my Twitter handle is at Dutes Mania, which has been my that's my personal one that get, you know, um and that's been uh, like an online identity for me, like since it was a nickname in high school, like however many decades ago. So like that identity is important. And I can totally imagine, you know, people had that and it was already taken because of somebody else like I completely love the idea that Microsoft is just going to let those things go out into the wild. Mm-hmm. And frankly, if a bunch of people already, if, if even 10% of the people that buy those, um, that pick up those screen names, pay for it, that's a mm-hmm. lot of money.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. So, you know, like you can change it for free, but honestly, if you search through and you don't find something you like, then, you know, whatever, you don't have to change it. It's, it's fine to just search for correct. what you want. So, um, so other pretty big news here. So Nintendo has confirmed that it will be producing its own animated feature films. Now we talked about this on the podcast, you know, like I don't know, seven or eight episodes ago or whatever. Where well, there was a Hollywood producer that said, Yo, Nintendo, you've got all these awesome properties. You should totally get into the movie business with them. So now they're getting into the movie business. Um, so there's nothing completely announced yet. They're they're Looking at various movie production companies to see who can they they can partner with that they trust, obviously because Nintendo licensed movies in the past have been pretty much disastrous
0: um <laughs> well, we want to be specific on that Nintendo licensed movie in the past right. was yes. terrible, and it was so bad that Nintendo shied away from using what are some of the most beloved characters in all of video games and putting them in movies yeah. um which is a dis- i mean They've, I mean, that was 21 years ago. Yeah. You know? Like, it was, so anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt your story, but I wanted to be super specific. Yeah, That one movie was so bad (laughs) Yeah, that it prevented them from taking, and it's crazy. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah. so it was one movie, but there also was a really dumb, stupid Legend of Zelda cartoon. Did you see that, Stephen?
0: Okay, wait. (laughs) Wait a
1: minute. Oh, God, don't tell me you liked that. Excuse me, princess.
0: Okay, so... (laughs) Um, first off, the Legend of Zelda cartoon by itself was not what was awesome. It was part of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which was awesome because Captain (laughs) Lou Albano is Mario as far as I'm concerned. So, okay. I am a Legend of Zelda cartoon apologist. Now that, what that means is that I did not particularly like it, but it is what it, what it is. And the only thing that was bad about it was the fact that Link was hella douchey? If he was just <laughs> slightly less douchey, then it would have been perfectly serviceable for a late eighties, early nineties cartoon. But because he did the "Well, excuse me, princess," and they tried to make him like really like like a thirteen-year-old kid. Yeah. Um, like if they gave him, if he like if he was serious. Yeah. Like even if he was just the straight man and everything else was dumb, <laughs> it would have been better, but he was the punchline. Uh-huh. And it was really stupid. Yes. Um but the the cartoon like the animation was fine, the special effects were cool, the sound effects were perfect because it was one to one from the cartoon or from the the game. Yeah. I don't think that that was bad enough to ruin anything. Okay. Not as bad as the Mario movie.
1: Right, right. I, I will give you that. I just wanted to make sure that all of their movie slash TV production things that were bad, or you can argue with me, Stephen, were mentioned because actually, you know, if you haven't seen... Well, first of all, if you haven't seen the movie, like you just have to see it for how bad it is. <laughs> Same oh, thing for the you know what?
0: Oh man, watch the trailer. You know what? There's actually, and I did this last night. Um, there is a really good discussion on this. That's a video that actually kind of goes into this whole topic. It's about a year old, so it's dated because it doesn't include this new information. But if you look up escapist movies. Super Mario. Um, There's a guy who is, as far as I'm concerned, he's my movie guy. I only listen to him, and it's Movie Bob, Bob Chipman. Do you know who Bob Chipman is?
1: I actually do not. See, I don't wow. know everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm stunned. Well, he used. I don't know how connected you were at the Escapist. He's he was the he was the movie guy at the Escapist. He has left oh, okay. there.
1: Um, no, I dealt with their games people. I wrote a couple of freelance articles for them. Once oh, okay. A while was that ago? when Susan
0: Arendt was there
1: was before Susan Aaron Maybe it was I think that's it was like... Steve Steve Butts maybe was Steve the editor butts there yeah. that was back in
0: the back in the day
1: yeah yeah it was actually it was right after I stopped doing PR so this is before I was even at IGN when I was doing this freelance so wow that's like
0: we're like seriously name dropping like all the people who are <laughs> like listening to this are like who are these people and I'm like no, these are people that Nicole knows because <laughs> she knows everyone except apparently Bob Chipman so <laughs> He did this show called The Big Picture. And what it is, is it was always about movies and it was a once a week show. Really funny, really witty. Um, you never see his face. You just see a series of like images. It's really mm-hmm. funny. And, um, he talks about why Nintendo should make movies. And specifically, he's making the push. Why shouldn't they make live action movies? Mm-hmm. And, um, specifically, he's, he, he, he explains that you know, like, he talks about all the absurd things that we're willing to accept in a yeah. live action movies M- movie, but he's like two Italian guys in overalls <laughs> are, uh, that's, that's just, we can't buy that. That's just over the top. And so, and he actually includes the entire trailer to the wow. Super Mario Brothers movie in his video. And he goes, and yes, I do believe that I needed to force you to watch the entire thing. So go to YouTube, search up escapist movies, Bob Chipman, um, or movie Bob Super Mario Brothers, and you should find it. Um, it's absolutely worth a watch, especially if you're interested in the idea of Nintendo making movies, yes. which I, you know, in preparation for this podcast, I actually watched that because I remembered it because it was very poignant it, and it, because yeah. it hit me hard last year when I watched his video. I was like, Oh my God, he's right. Um, <laughs> this is absolutely the perfect thing for them to do. Yes. These are like Super Mario is. The Superman of or the Spider-Man of video games as much as the Wii U is maligned as much as the you know like Nintendo has fallen out of grace as someone who writes about family games and you know you deal with this too like when you talk to the general public about video games the first character that comes up in discussion, unless you're talking a wicked like people our parents' age, where they talk about like Pac-Man and stuff, yeah, it's Super Mario. You know, yeah. everybody's like, "Oh man, I remember playing Mario Brothers when I was a kid." Yeah, like he is ubiquitous. And the fact that they made a movie that was so bad, yeah, that it made basically Mickey Mouse go away. <laughs> you know, there was a period of time where Super Mario was more more children could identify Super Mario than Mickey Mouse. Yeah. That's changed now because Disney is better with marketing. But like, there yeah. was a period of time, and it wasn't that far away. And they they put Mickey Mouse in a in a box, and yeah. Nintendo's like, "Wait a minute, we got something here." They know better now. I'm yeah. I'm loving it. I can't wait. I mean, I, I, and the fact that it's going to be CGI. I mean, we all watched Wreck It Ralph and loved every minute of it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Uh, Wreck It Ralph was a Super Mario Brothers movie if they wanted to make it that. and- yes. Um so I bring it on. I want to see it. Um <laughs> I want you know.
1: Pikmin. Pikmin. I want a Pikmin movie. Sure. I think that would work really well.
0: Um I would so I will I will see you your Pikmin movie as I think that would actually be really funny. Yeah. Um and would be a great premise for a game. Um or not a game but a movie. Um I will raise you I want to see a, a CGI Metroid movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that might work too.
0: Um well. Did you see? Actually, let's, let's ignore CGI. I mean, I would be fine with a live action one too. Did you see the the trailer they did with Jessica Chobot as uh, as Samus?
1: No, I didn't see that. Sorry, Jess. Um, <laughs> eh.
0: um, it was. I mean, just look up Jessica Chobot Metroid. Like legit. <laughs> yeah. It's got the Iron Man heads up display. Like Iron Man. Half of the effects from Iron Man, they could just kind of borrow uh-huh. for inspiration. Like the idea of like the darkened surrounding and like the light on the face with the heads up display in front of her. Yeah. Everybody sees me. I'm like drawing in front of my face, but this is an audio <laughs> podcast. So, um, as bad radio, but I mean, they totally could borrow from some of that. And yeah. I mean, the only thing that would be difficult is that, um, metroid is a very solitary game because mm-hmm. she's always alone yeah. um and so it has like you know she they would need to f- deal with that issue somehow um mm-hmm. because i don't know that i i, I don't know I, but i'm not a movie maker um yeah. but i would also this is this and i was thinking about something else i would love to see an animal crossing movie
1: mm. yeah
0: um, because they're making a, a movie out of Angry Birds that, by all accounts, looks like it's actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. Like
0: it, it looks like it might have a chance. There has never been a video game movie to get better than a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I believe Angry Birds is challenging that number.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's. I'm gonna that look that up already? while we're talking. I went to McDonald's today, and everything is. Uh, Mc- I'm sorry, I went to McDonald's. I'm terrible. I know it. Um, but Angry I'm Birds not is I'm not judging all- you. The fries <laughs> there
0: are amazing. <laughs>
1: Angry Birds is all over everything like I have my drink sitting on my desk here and the the, the little slogan is it's launch time flock Aww. together and let fun fly uh, oh
0: my god the Angry Birds <laughs> movie is 54% on Rotten Tomatoes it is and you know what I don't even I don't even care I don't even care there's 68 reviews that are available which is just about everything at this point yeah um and it's at 54%. Angry Birds is on pace to be the highest rated movie video game movie of all time and it's not even close. So wow. You know the, the original Mortal Kombat movie which I remember as yes. being very good. What what, what yeah. do you think it's got on Rotten Tomatoes? 30-ish,
1: 35, 36. You're... Wait, what did what did Ratchet and Clank just get?
0: I'll t- I'll find out. Hold on. Okay. I'm on the website. Can they hear my clicking? I hope they can, because then at least they don't, they'll do not they think I'm actually working. Um, <laughs> what? Ratchet and Clank isn't on... Ra- what? <laughs> it's not on here? That doesn't huh. make sense.
1: No, it does not.
0: Uh, I'm just going to look up Ratchet. Here we go. Oh. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. A 16.
1: <laughs> wow. That was not a bad... I mean...
0: Okay, so here's how they calculate their percentages. It's yeah. the number of fresh reviews, which is positive, versus mm-hmm. the number of rotten reviews, which is negative. So uh-huh. it could ver- the average rating is a four out of ten. Which a four out of ten, as you know, you're, you've worked at a company that has a rating scale before. Yeah, a ra- four out of ten is not universally bad. It is broken and not good, but yeah. there, that doesn't mean that everyone will hate it. Yeah. doesn't mean that it's fundamentally broken. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of games that I've played that are, have been rated on a f- as a five by like IGN, Game Informer, and GameSpot that I've loved plenty. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I mean, at the end, this just goes to illustrate that review, that's why I don't think, that's why neither of our sites use scores because it's arbitrary yeah. and dumb yeah Um, and so <laughs> I mean I don't use a score because it's stupid I yeah. want people to like read the review and find out because sometimes it gets a bad score for stuff that you might not care about
1: yes yeah exactly
0: like I don't uh, I know RPGs tend to get bad review scores if they're very grindy where you yeah. just got to kind of go over and over and do I love that mm. so if they're like oh man we're giving it a six because you got to grind a lot I'm like what are you talking about people I'm in <laughs> yeah. so anyway yeah um,
1: I hated I hating having to score stuff when I was at IGN because, you know, not only is it hard to pick the score when you don't think that it's, you know, terribly valuable, but then you have to deal with the community of that game after you give it said score. And that is not a pleasant experience.
0: <laughs> and... And, unfortunately, it's video games, and you are a female, and that just makes yes. it worse.
1: Yes. Um, what was it that is... I reviewed? I don't even remember the name of it now. It was, like, the Diablo-esque um, game from Maxis that had, like, elements of spore in it. Heck, I cannot even remember that game. But I gave it a 7, which is not a bad score. A like, 7, by all accounts,
0: yeah. any rating system anywhere in the world, a yeah. 7 is good. Yes. A seven uh, is actually good.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. And I got so much crap for that from the community. I was just like, are you you serious? I don't,
0: I don't <laughs> understand. Well, you know what? Every podcast that I listen to, the people freaking out about review scores yeah. is a running joke. Did you know right now, this is totally off topic, but I don't care. This is funny. <laughs> there is a petition on change.org right now. To remove the Washington Post review of Uncharted 4 because it's negative?
1: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I was surprised. I was looking on Metacritic when I was writing um, my review. I mean, I I had already decided what I was going to say about the thing. I was just looking on Metacritic just to see, and I saw that on there. You know, it's got like 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, like 95, 95, 95, and then, what is it, like 40? (laughs) Yeah, he gave it a 4. I'm like what? <laughs> I mean, the other thing though, is that a lot of times, depending upon who's writing it, I feel like some people just like, oh, we'll just give it the bad score just to get the clicks. Um, and yeah, I, but wonder, I don't think the
0: Washington post is doing that.
1: Well, I don't know. I don't know who their video game people are. So, you know, lately, like lots of the good, like publications that you would consider trustworthy have random people blogging stuff like Forbes. Forbes has like random, gamer people doing blogs for them covering games stuff yeah and it's like shout out
0: to uh and uh to andy robertson i believe his name is yes andy's uh,
1: andy's the real deal andy is the real deal um for sure he's
0: the the man he is the man i met him at new york toy fair yeah he is i mean he is as nice as nice gets yes true gentleman and a scholar and he knows his stuff
1: Yes. Yes, he absolutely does. Shout out
0: to Family Game to at Family Gamer TV. Um yes. if you don't subscribe to his YouTube channel, um you should cuz that dude does all of the things.
1: Yes. Especially yes. if you like Legos. Legos or any toys to life stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, he loves the toys. He he found the toys to life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: He does he does toys, he does video games, he doesn't do board games, which stuns me. <laughs> because but then I think there's just only so many hours in the day. Yeah. Anyway, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so lots of those guys on Forbes I don't trust. I don't know. I haven't looked at the Washington Post review. So, but I I just kind of wonder I, if they're read doing it. the same type of thing. Oh, you did?
0: I read it. And so here's and I've read a lot of Uncharted four reviews. So, yeah. um, largely because to be blunt, I really have no intention of playing it. Um, it's not uh, my thing. Stop. No, it's not my thing. I also oh, don't okay. own a PlayStation four, so it makes it kind of tough. Um. <laughs> I mean, if 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 you guys want to expense me one, I mean, I'm cool. Um, whatevs, but um, you know, I'll I'll give you my gratefulness. Um, but or my gratefulness, my gratitude. I'm um, okay. I'm a, I'm a I, I am writer. So the. <laughs> Um So but reading the reviews is always interesting to read games that are universally loved, because the reality yeah. is, as with any piece of art, there's always going to be a guy or a girl who yeah. loves it the most. And there will always be someone who hates it the most. Yeah. And sometimes people do that to be contrary. And sometimes things, you know, just push someone the wrong way. And it seems to me, admittedly, I'm a complete outsider um, have no emotional investment because I've never played the game and likely never will. Um, it appears that some of the things that he did not like and pushed his score lower were some of the things that other people mentioned as downsides in their reviews. Really? Um, but either other stuff made up for it or they didn't think it was as bad. Whereas for him, mm. it really broke it. Some of yeah. it, like the pacing and mm. you know, stuff like that. Um, to That's my, funny. my- uh,
1: I, we mean could talk about that when I talk about um, yeah, what yeah, we've been playing yeah. but for me the pacing was excellent so sure. anyhow
0: <laughs> so what other so i picked three Mario, uh nintendo movies that i would like to see what would, what else would you like to see
1: uh you know i don't know like or i can so- keep going
0: because <laughs> um, i may or may not be working on a listicle but you may go ahead <laughs>
1: Uh no like Pikmin and Animal Crossing are probably the two that I would most be looking forward to. Um a Zelda one I think has the potential to be cool. Um but uh, I mean it's it's I think it's going to be very hard to get that right. They would have to really, you know, do a lot of due diligence on who's producing it and all that kind of stuff because uh it's it has a uh, I mean I don't say the story is completely original, but it sort of it has a tone, it has a feel that is I think completely unique in games so i think that that w- well, if it's done correctly it would be really really good mario actually i, I, I don't care so much honestly like maybe if they did like a yoshi centric one i would like that but you know. anyhow yes um, so
0: there. so i have the, the the two that i would like to see um i, I agree that the zelda that zelda would be super hard so yeah. um uh, i believe Fully that Fire Emblem would be very good. Mm. Um, lots of characters. W- people have proven that they love high fantasy stuff. Um, so a movie based on that would be pretty neat. But I, I, and this would take some rights finagling, but I believe Earthbound, a nice mm. CGI Earthbound movie. Um, first off, um, Earthbound is almost Persona. In Japan, in some, in some groups. So a, lo- a a CGI Earthbound movie, the merch, they would be able to finance it just by selling plushies mm. to crazy otakus. But
1: yeah.
0: um, Earthbound I would love is to see pre- it.
1: Yeah, Earthbound is pretty... Um, I've never played it. Uh, actually didn't know about it. So um, there was someone who wrote a, a story. or uh, didn't write a story. We interviewed this guy for Pixelkin, who's been teaching... Uh, English uh, in Japan, teaching English language to Japanese um, uh, young adults, teenagers, and uh, he uses Earthbound as a way to help teach them.
0: You've never played
1: Earthbound. Oh, stop it!
0: No, nope, I no, have no, not. no, 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 stop! <laughs> we need to deal with this. We need to deal with this. You've never played Earthbound.
1: I have never played Earthbound, Stephen. I this apologize. Is,
0: I, I don't think this is anything you need to apologize. I think this is something you need to fix. <laughs>
1: Okay, maybe, maybe we'll see. I well, mean, there's do you have to... a Wii U? Yes, we do have a Wii U.
0: Okay, well, it's on the it's on the Wii U Virtual Console. Okay, I'll
1: and check it's it like out.
0: eight. It's like eight bucks. Um, I believe firmly this is it. Tongue out of my cheek. <laughs> it is remarkably good, and will catch you completely off guard, especially if you've never played it. Um, okay. It is difficult. But I know you can handle that because you're actually good at video games, unlike me. Um, and um, it is adorable in all the right ways, and touching in all the right ways, and hilarious in all the right ways, all at the same time. Cool. And that's a very hard line to cross. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you'll like it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a try. I, I actually, like I said, I'd never heard of it until we did this. I did. I. That is just the so stunning. I I the interview. Um but yeah you should check out that story on Pixelcan because it's really really interesting about how he used he was using the game to help you know sort of break the barriers uh culturally um between uh the west and the east so We'll yeah. do. Yeah, it's really cool. Um so other quick news here Sony. We were waiting on Sony. They finally announced um stuff about their press conference it's going to be taking place Monday June 13th at 6 p.m. Pacific standard time that's basically all that we know other than that it will be at the shrine auditorium in los angeles they haven't they didn't give any specifics as to whether they're doing a live stream although i, I think that's of course, that, that of course they're doing a live stream. Of course they're doing a live stream. So uh, so i'm sure you'll be able to watch it playstation 4 playstation 3 if for some reason you don't have either of those consoles and want to watch it, you can go to, like, IGN or GameSpot or any other gaming or site. Or Twitch. Or Twitch. It'll be everywhere. Yeah. I'm
0: sure IGN, that's where I'll be watching it, uh, on yeah. the IGN streams. Um, if for nothing else, because the pre- and post-show by their editors are always hilarious. Um Man, I can't. That's going to be so late. <laughs> it's going to be such a long day because that's 9 p.m. for me. Yeah. So Sony sure is. is always the tail end of a very busy, busy day for us. Yes. At least for you, it's at like dinner time. Right. Um, Like for me, it's like, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. No, nope, I hear you. But, but I'll ya. be in
0: the trenches with you.
1: Yes. Yes. We're going
0: to be there. Uh,
1: yes. Um, What else was I going to say about that? Oh, yes. So is oh, this was a few years ago that they uh you know you've got your nintendo you got microsoft you're at sony and someone's like hey pc games why isn't there anything about pc games and so there's a pc gaming show that happens at the same time as sony's press conference which i'm like cool pc gaming show that's awesome why are you having at the same time as sony's press conference
0: is it really at the same time as sony's press conference this
1: year yes it is yes that's real it dumb is. that's yeah. real dumb <laughs> Thrilled exactly.
0: Though. Um, I'll just catch the roundup on Polygon. I'm sure Simone's going to be editing a video about it.
1: <laughs> right, yes. Yeah, you should see if she's doing like a live stream pre or post show, because that would be funny. Although, of course, she probably just talk about Assassin's Creed the whole time. So, I
0: bet that they ask her to talk about other stuff. <laughs> and being that it's Polygon, she probably doesn't have much of a vote. She had a little bit of leeway with you guys.
1: Yeah. Because you didn't yeah. want
0: to like slap her in the head. But like... <laughs> I bet you those Polygon folks, they don't put up with none of that Assassin's Creed crap. And there's also yeah. no Assassin's Creed this year.
1: Well, that we no.
0: <laughs> is she okay? Oh, man. if they, They've they already said that they're not going to do it. They said they're taking oh, okay. a year off. If they come out and they go, nope, surprise, stab in the back. The only person <laughs> on Earth that will be happy about that is Simone. Literally <laughs> Simone.
1: Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. So no details on any games of anything for sony's press conference obviously playstation vr i'm sure is going to be a huge part of it if there is a 4k ps4 like the rumors that have been floating around that will obviously be announced there so yes Um, that will be there yeah so let's um, be honest with ourselves (laughs) so um so yeah but game wise uh, we don't really know i would love to them to announce that god of war game that we saw artwork for and also I'm super curious to see what naughty dog is up to now that uncharted has shipped. So Well, they're
0: going to be working on single player DLC and as of about a month ago, they had no idea what it was going to be, so my guess is they hadn't started it yet. So yeah. I don't think naughty dog is one that we're going to find that will be worried about, but you know what I really want to know? I want to know what sucker punch is doing. Mm. I want to know what Bend is doing. Because they've been working on a game for a very long time I would like a release date for um the uh the guys from what the heck is that game that's been in development for a decade and they surprise announced last year
1: last guardian
0: the, yes I would like a release date for the last guardian at the <laughs> Sorry, very least I I would... think
1: I don't think you're gonna get a, I don't think we're ever gonna get a release date for that thing i just, you think uh, it's never coming out I have given up on it yes I do think it's never coming out
0: you think that's literally vaporware after they can they afford to make that vaporware? After they waited 10 years... Wait, let's add all the fi- the figures up. They announced it literally 10 years ago. Studio yes. Japan, arguably one of the most talented studios, or... I don't know about talented. Naughty, Naughty Dog probably beats him out. But, like, one of the most acclaimed dev- development houses in games mm-hmm. has been wasting away making this game for a decade. And then last year, they brought it out. And then they brought it out at TGS also, do you yeah. really think that Sony can afford to let that game not go?
1: I probably, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just skeptical because, like, it's, you know, when it was first announced, what was that, PS2? PS3 hadn't even come out yet. So, I mean, like, if they had to do it, uh, someone can correct me if I'm wrong about that. I don't remember the, the years for it. It was anything. announced
0: as a PS3 title. Oh, okay. Very early.
1: Yes, but, like, you know, when you're when you're skipping a console generation, like... I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of uh extra work that has to be done if you've yeah. been building a game for a P- for a PS3 and you're going to move it up to PS4 Well, and I mean, not have had it a like look like to do it. Cra- right? Look like crap or anything. But anyhow, maybe I don't think we're going to get a release date for it. That's that's just my call. I'm not going to wow. give you a bet because I think my luck might be running out, but I don't think that We're going to get a release oh, date. For okay, it. well, that's so.
0: that's fair. That's fair because bets on this podcast have <laughs> typically gone very poorly. There has been one, and it's gone very bad for me. So, um, <laughs> now, I, I, and I wasn't going to challenge you on a bet on that. I just, I just, I, I believe that we will see some kind of a release date, or at the very least, we've got to see it again. They have to keep it fresh because. They made some big promises last year and mm. they have a lot of goodwill. And let's be honest, this PS4K thing is going to piss off a lot of players. They've mm. got to bring the heat with their games again. Yeah. Um, they've just got to, they've got to. Um, I would also love to see more Horizon Zero Dawn because that game has me so excited. I can't even contain myself. Like that's <laughs> the game that I'm buying a PlayStation 4 for to play. Um, oh, wow. Like, that game. Not Uncharted. I mean, I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad that it makes you happy. Um, you know, hundreds of people have jobs because that game exists, so very good. However, it's Horizon Zero Dawn that I'm playing for.
1: Uh, So I think we're going to wrap up news there and jump into what we're playing. Well, so this is a news story-ish playing into what I've been playing. So my husband and I, the last few nights, have started to play Garden Warfare 2. Again, together, where we're doing our kind of grindy leveling of our zombies. There's crazy leveling that goes on in this game. First of all, you've got like, what is it now? Six different characters on both zombies and plants. And then you've got five or six, maybe even more variants on all of those characters. And you can level them all up individually. (laughs) And it takes a long time sort of. but um, So we've been doing that. But I mean, it's fun. We're having fun doing it. Um, so news going into that, uh, they've announced they're going to have a big summer update in which they're going to be adding some more character variants and a new map. Um, but this one that is super hilarious is that they're going to have a variant of the superhero character, Super Brains. It's going to be called Breakfast Brains, and his cape is going to be made out of bacon. I don't think I need to say anything else there. That is going to well, be good awesome. Well, I mean, this awesome. game is
0: definitely over the top. I would like yeah. to present two pieces of news to the panel. Okay. Um that uh we didn't bring up um when we're done talking about plants vs. zombies, I just wanted to okay. throw that in there. Um PvZ is dumb. It's so good, <laughs> but it is so dumb. It so is... a a cape made out of bacon? I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm full. I am all in on a cape made out of bacon. Like yeah. this game dances in the realm of absurdity. Um, it does. So why not go all that much further? Um, yeah, the fact the other piece is this is a free update, a big it is. free update, um, which is really big because number one, this game does not need a fractured community. But the That's other piece true. is this game is played a lot by kids. This is baby's first mm-hmm. shooter for a lot of families, yeah. um, and. You know, parents are, I would, I, I don't know the numbers. I haven't really done the stats, but I would bet if we put out like a joint survey, um, which we should start doing, by the way, because I bet you that would be interesting. I bet mm-hmm. we would probably find that a lot of parents don't buy DLC,
1: mm, I would um, assume which so means too, yeah. they would put
0: all this money in to make this paid DLC and no one would buy it. Yeah. Um, and then it would fracture the community. Um, and who needs to be a hardcore pvz garden warfare player right right like, um my kids play these games they still play the first one we don't have the second one yet we're waiting yeah. until it's on ea access but uh, um when we yeah, have it
1: love these games i love so much um I, I i my husband and i are probably what you would call hardcore sure. garden warfare players um but like it's funny the super brains like i've been playing the zombie classes that we're in the first game because i sort of, you know, i know how those work. I played around with the little one, uh, the other ones, the new ones a little bit, but not a lot. My husband started playing the super brains, the superhero one, and his vocalizations and the way that he runs are so hilarious. It, I just it I can't even talk about it. I I'm, I'm speechless because like he like runs like all like bouncy or whatever and like The first time that he like pops up out of the ground, you know, when a game is first popping up, he goes like, it's just, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's the the guys who, it must be a lot of fun working on the Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 team. Like, number one, it's successful enough, and it fills a very unique niche that Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're secure, which has got to feel good, right? I mean, the first game was very well-received there are very few shooters that are kind of aimed at that kid audience. Mm-hmm. And so they just own that. And so yeah. it's got to be, I want, I wish I could go to their studio and just kind of talk to them because it has got to be a lot of fun, yeah. you know, because they're, I mean, they, they made a skin for the guy where he's wearing a cake made out of bacon.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> like yeah. God, it's got to be a whole lot of fun.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, So the other thing that I've been playing as we were talking about Uncharted 4, I love that game. It's not surprising that I love it because gameplay-wise, it is very much like the Tomb Raider games. The thing that's different about Uncharted is that, you know, it still has a serious story, but it's got very kind of lighthearted tone-ish to it. So it's very, very much like Indiana Jones. Like, you've got your, you know, serious treasure quest thing, but, like, you know, they've got the silly, goofy kind of stuff going on, whereas Tomb Raider is pretty straight up serious. There's, there's not a lot of sense of humor in that, but I appreciate it here in Uncharted. Like I said, same gameplay. I think it's paced very, very well. I would say it's paced even better than Rise of the Tomb Raider was, and I love that game. Uh, there's, there's a good mix of combat and world traversal and puzzle solving, and I don't feel like I've been grinding on any individual part of it before I get, you know, to something new. So um, so I don't know. Maybe those people like combat more than I do. But one thing that's great about this is um, typically I don't play games on easy. I'm playing this one on the easiest difficulty because it told me that it would be an auto lock <laughs> aiming for the combat. And I'm like, yes, that is exactly what I want. Which is cool because it doesn't change the traversal gameplay or the puzzle gameplay. Nothing like that has changed. It's just combat. And it makes things much, much easier for me. So and then Hearthstone... Not a lot to talk about this week. I started to see more kathoons popping up again, which is a little annoying. It's but... going
0: to be its gonna be cyclical, my friend. It's going to yeah. be cyclical. Give it time. Eventually it'll go away.
1: Yes. I did have a really awesome experience with someone else that was playing a Murloc Paladin and that they threw out their uh, Grimmscale Oracle, which is the one that gives all Murlocs on the board plus one attack. So he threw up his modifying... Um, murloc and I'm like hey that's awesome so I threw out all of my non-modifying ones and they just take advantage and get the the extra attack and then I don't know what he was thinking or, or her it could have been a girl too they played the, the cold light seer which gives all murlocs on the board plus two health and they played that when I had all of mine out and then they immediately conceded it was like they didn't realize that that was going to do what it did so.
0: You know, I mean yeah. the word "all." Yes, maybe in all caps. But <laughs> as someone who's played uh, card games, it is a very important word.
1: Yes, yes, it absolutely is. So, um, so yeah, so that's me. What have you been playing, Stephen?
0: So. First, I just want to bring up two things that we right. missed in the news category, um, and I'll make them wicked fast. One of them, okay. Jeff Jeff Keeley, the man behind the Video Game Awards, has announced mm. that there will be a Kids Video Game Awards sometime yes. this fall. Um, super looking forward to that. Looks like it's going to be kind of inspired by the Kids Choice Awards that Nickelodeon has. Mm-hmm. Um, pay attention to more details on that. I will likely be live tweeting it and covering it like crazy because it is right in my site's wheelhouse. Next piece of news, and this is super interesting, is if you go see the Warcraft movie the day that it comes out, you will be given a code for World of Warcraft, the base game, to give to a friend, or in my case, use it yourself for your own experience, and that base game actually includes, as of today, everything up through the current expansion.
1: Wow, that's Um, cool.
0: So you go see it. Now, there's going to be limited codes. So if you don't play World of Warcraft but have been thinking about playing it, it does come with one month of free gameplay. So if you've ever thought about playing it um, and you have any interest in the movie, go see it or be good friends with someone that is going to go see it because I'm sure you're going to be able to get it. Um, So that's the two pieces of news I wanted to bring up.
1: Yeah, cool. Um,
0: And that's a really good value to go see a movie.
1: It is. Um yeah.
0: so um because it I mean it's only like $20 to buy that on Amazon, like 20 25 bucks to buy the base game, but still. Mm-hmm. Why not? So, as far as what I have been playing, um more Hearthstone because I am a slave to it. However, <laughs> um I have also been putting a fair amount of time into um Shante and the Pirate's Curse. Okay which is a platformer that is, uh, I was playing it on my Wii U. It was part of the Humble Nintendo bundle. Oh, okay. Um, it is because I, I bought the crap out of that thing because <laughs> I paid $13 and got a lot of games. Yeah. Um, and that was the first one I'm going to play because it had like a female character with pink hair and I was going to play with my daughter. Did not expect the anime boobs. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're not quite dead or alive bad, but they're there. Yeah. Um. But what are you gonna do? They don't jiggle. It's just st- still art. So it's like a comic book. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the game is super fun. Um. You know. Very. You know. Kind of exploration and platforming. And she whips her hair. Um. And you know, kills monsters. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. Um. I definitely enjoyed it. Um. Honestly, have not played a lot else. This has mm-hmm. been a uh a, lots of board games, which is not relevant here. Um, but that's pretty much been it. And I've been gearing up to, uh, for my return to world of Warcraft.
1: Yes. Yeah. So I saw you posted stuff on Facebook about that quilting game that you got for your wife. I'm interested. What do you do in that game? Like, how does it work?
0: The board game? The board Patchwork. game.
1: Yes. So, yes.
0: Okay. It is a two player game where um, you essentially draw pieces of a quilt and as the pieces come up, you can spend buttons to buy them. Okay. Um, and you put them on a board, and you earn points based on how much. It, it it's kind of Tetrisy. It's not really, mm-hmm. you know. I guess that's a good video game analog. Yeah. You have to put these different shaped pieces of quilt on the board, and you earn points based on you know, the area that you cover and the colors, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and you take turns. Um, and so you have to make sure that you have the right resources available when certain pieces come up. Um, so you have to be careful. You can't just buy everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it, there is a mobile version, um, which mm-hmm. is where my wife really learned the game. Um, <coughs> full disclosure, we were provided a code Uh, for the game uh, by the uh, apps developer. Um, It is a perfect implementation of the rules. Um, Mm. So if you have any interest in it, I mean, definitely take a look at the game. I think there might be even a free download, uh, like Mm. a demo kind of thing. If not, it's cheap enough. Um, If if you're looking for a two-player board game, um, to play with, you know, the one person you know that plays board games or a yes. spouse or something like that. Um, it's cheap enough. It's like 25 bucks. Hmm. Um, and it is, um, very light in that it's not super competitive. You're not going to be, it's a European game. So a Euro game, meaning you're not really competing with each other. You're not like screwing everybody. It's more kind of competing for resources. It's very hmm. good. Cool. Components are very nice too.
1: Yes. It's nice to know that there's a mobile version. I might check that out. I was just Definitely so mobile. intrigued by the premise of it that I had to add.
0: Oh, man, it's great. I mean, we should, we should, especially maybe during Gen Con in August, we uh-huh. should... Um, do uh, a thing where we talk about board games because I, I could talk about a bunch that I think would be of interest. Um, if you're looking at mobile versions, there's another game that your daughter may even like, and it is okay. called Surro. T-S-U-R-O. Okay. Um, there's a mobile version of that. You basically put tiles with little loop-de-loops lines on them, and the huh. idea is you're, you're completing a path for a dragon to fly across.
1: Oh, um, and- I, have I, pl- I played a game, something... Like that, it may not have been that bo- a board game. It wasn't a mobile game at my friend's house, but um, might have been Sorrow of the Seas.
0: Maybe, it but blue? it's something about
1: you're making a path, and you've got like certain number of of tiles that uh, you know, like one's straight or one's curved, or you know, all that kind of stuff. And you're basically trying to get your opponents to have to go off the side of the board. Does that sound familiar? I I don't remember what it was called. But, um, um,
0: yeah, I mean, you're probably right in the neighborhood. I mean, that might have been what you played. I mean, it's not exactly an alien concept. I mean, that's something that's right. been around a lot. But Suro is a often considered like a gateway board game um, mm. that you can pull out with people that don't necessarily play a lot of board games yeah. um, and, and still enjoy it. Um, that's made uh, by Calliope Games. And they, that's like all they do. Is make mm-hmm. games that are for like new players, so they're very mm-hmm. accessible, etc. Um, I've had a very good relationship with them um, and their PR team. They do some really good work. Um, so Suro is great for young kids, uh, mm-hmm. largely because the game mechanics are simple and the idea of like sliding the dragon around the dra- it's not really a dragon; it's like a dragon kind of etched into a stone token. Mm-hmm. Um, but they you know sliding them around the board and like seeing where they go um, is very entertaining for them um and the i flip up a tile i put a tile down um it's very easy even for younger kids to do and again it's Mm -hmm. it's not terribly expensive they have a collector's edition coming that's like 400 bucks but the regular (laughs) game is like 20. okay
1: yes um okay i think that's gonna wrap it up for us this week thanks so much for listening as noted at the top of the show this episode was sponsored by loot crate if you wanted to get a Discount on your subscription. You can go to lootcrate.com/slash/gaming-with-the-moms and then enter coupon code gaming with the one word, no spaces at checkout, and you will get a discount on your subscription. I work for Pixelkin. Pixelkin is we call it a website for gamers with kids. So we talk about games that you as adults, even without kids, might be interested in, as well as great apps for your kids, even if they are very young. You can find us on Facebook, simply Pixelkin. You can find us on Twitter at Pixelkin underscore org. And I don't do this very often, but if you want to follow me, my personal handle is at Nicole Tanner. And if you have questions, comments, or feedback, please send those to us. We love questions, and we don't ever get any, so please send us questions. You can send those to hello at Pixelkin.org. As noted, Stephen is editor and publisher of Engage Family Gaming, which you can find a number of places. What are those places, Stephen?
0: Thanks for the shout out, Nicole. So, as noted, I am the editor and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com. You can also hear my voice on another podcast called Engage, a family gaming podcast. Occasionally, you'll even hear Nicole on that. <laughs> the uh, You can find that on... Where are those places? iTunes, Stitcher, soon to be Google Play once I can figure out how to make that work because it's not working very well. And so, and other like places. Um, you can also find us on Facebook just by searching Engage Family Gaming. You can also find us on Twitter. That's at EF Gaming. I'm also at Dutes Mania. If you're interested, just look in the Pixelkin feed. You'll see me chatting with them every once in a while. Also, and this is my biggest recommendation join the club Hang o- head on over to engagefamilygaming.com/community join me and Nicole and Linda and a whole bunch of other people we talk about all sorts of family gaming stuff yeah we talk about board games every once in a while but you know <laughs> that, but I promise you it's actually fun even if you don't do it, it yet it's fine and we t- we have all sorts of fun and I you know I share all sorts of news about my site and myself and you know we chill yep
1: That's awesome all right Well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Once again, thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with you next week.
0: See you next week, people.